focus on the one thing, focus on videos, focus on 30, 60 second ads, focus on full songs, and then just like go in on that for, you know, until you see some traction or until somebody says like, yo, this is trash. You need to, you need to work on it, whatever. At least, you know, okay, maybe this, maybe this ain't for me. Let me try this next thing or just let me get better at one thing. Yo, what's good? This is Clint, your host on the Music Is My Business podcast, the podcast where you can gain insight and learn proven strategies to build and monetize your music career. If you want your questions answered live, join me on YouTube at Clint Music on Wednesdays and let's chop it up now let's dig into this week's episode what's up man I appreciate everybody coming through let me know where you guys are from let me know what you do we are back for part two of the let's talk sync strategy 2024 so every day your boy's going live to give y'all some game um, at 10 a.m. every morning here on YouTube and Instagram for the, the people who are on Instagram um, so let me see what we got in the building man let me know where you guys are from let me know what you do uh, we're gonna dig in in the to part two, but before we go we we go into part two, um, we're gonna make sure we're gonna see if some of y'all did y'all's homework, man, because there was homework if you was in the stream yesterday, so I don't know if you missed it. That's why you need to come to class. That's why y'all be slacking now, y'all don't come to class with your notes and taking notes. What's up, eight oh eight? I see you in the building, man. Good to see you. Who else do we have in the building? Um, <clears throat> I'm super excited for 2024 personally. I'm excited every year. Like you're never gonna find me like, oh, this year I'm not. I'm not excited. But um, I'm excited because I, I just think um, I don't know, man. Like anytime there's like uh, like some sort of drought in creation, like with this whole strike and all that stuff, um, we seen things shut down in COVID. When things open back up, usually there's just like just a huge burst of just of work um, across the board. So I think it I think it's going to be fun, man. I think it's going to be like a lot of new content being created for TV, film, media. Um, the the creator space has been growing. Um, so I think it's going to be a lot of opportunities there. Uh, for music and yeah man just a lot of a lot of dope stuff going on um in the space so i think it's gonna be dope music in mind productions was good team dope in the building shout out to the channel members um by byron mcconnell from oklahoma was good um <clears throat> 808 was first i see you shout out to 808 being first on the on the youtube chat flares is in the building we got a legend uh a live music review legend in the in the building what's up flares man hope all is well um so yeah so <laughs> let me see all right before we get started let me see y'all uh, let me see who did did y'all's homework man who who was on the stream yesterday let's ask that first who was in here on the live stream yesterday so i can see um so I can see if these numbers add up. Because if y'all weren't here, then of course you didn't do your homework. But if you was here, I should see some of y'all. I should see some of y'all comment that y'all did y'all sync homework. Producer from Nashville. What's up, Jason? Ah, Justin Abraham. I saw the video late. Oh, it's all good. You seen it. That's It's all good. Uh, music in Mind was in the building. Indeed. Um... We got Instagram over here. JDT Music said he, uh, they picked their, their genre already. 
Um, we got Spain in the building over here on on IG. Uh, and they dropping fire emojis. They ready for these gems on IG, um, YouTube. I don't know, y'all. Y'all might have to catch up. C Von, what's good? LW, I'm never introduced as a legend. I'm the one that made this channel great. L LW just snapping early in the stream. LW is a legend. She's an OG to this channel. So shout out to the legend, the legendary LW. That, that's that's going to be your official title now. The legendary LW has entered the YouTube stream. <clears throat> um, so, <laughs> so yes, she she has contributed to making this channel great. Um, all right, so we got some people who was in the stream. All right, who did y'all's homework, man? What what genre did y'all pick? What genre are y'all focus, focusing on going into twenty twenty four? For sync. Excello's back in the building. I, I know Excello was in here last night. What's good, man? Um, so let me know. <clears throat> let me see what genre y'all gonna be focusing on, man. Let's see. Patty's in the building. What's up, Patty? Hip hop flares is focusing on hip hop. And I'm sure it's going to be some of the most epic sounding hip hop. Flares is just on another level. Can't go wrong with hip hop. Um, I mean, you really can't. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's everywhere. Uh, Music and Mind Productions is focusing on hip hop. Super dope. Uh, BH Loom Tunes is focusing on metal. Electronic, chill out. Um... Let me see. What other, what other? Orchestral hip hop. That's another dope one. It gets used all the time. Um, what else we got? Hip hop. It's a lot of hip hop. What shows? I'm curious as to what shows did y'all watch yesterday where y'all heard the music to be able to pick your genre? Like, what, what show? Was it a show? Was it a movie? Were you listening to commercials? Um, 808 says ambient, ambient electronic music first, then lo-fi hip hop. That's dope. I love making ambient. Um, I, I like. I have a few ambient tracks that are like in the lineup that I, I need to go in and um, finish up. I'm what's what's today? Tuesday. So I have. I know I have stems. I gotta do for a couple songs. Um. So I'll probably, I'll probably get to it. Um, shoot, I don't know. <laughs> maybe by the end of this week or like early next week, maybe. But I need to knock that stuff out. Um, so I'm gonna be doing some ambient stuff. That's a good genre. Um, I didn't see part one, but with um, Def going to hip hop, um, pop, R&B, um, alt rock. Yeah, yeah, those are good. Um, but yeah, you can. The first is uploaded. Like I'll I'll put these up um, once it's done. All right. So listen, man, y'all y'all picked some some good genres. Um, this is stuff that's being requested a lot in sync, um, and you know that that's going to increase your chances of placement. Because like I said yesterday, um, picking a genre that's just not requested a lot. Yeah, like it could end up somewhere. You know what I mean? But like we're trying to get like 
you know as many placements as possible we want to make music that's valuable and like in high demand so that we get more work we get more placements we get more sync deals um so that's why it's important to listen to what's being used and then you know pick a genre that you're going to focus on based off of what you're hearing a lot of um patty p says genre more pop and orchestral hip-hop r&b and afro beats uh, yeah afro beats has, has been on fire too especially um especially on like uh social media i feel like i've been drinking this coffee for like two hours it's just not going away um anthemic stadium songs for ads perfect by the way the new google ad song all eyes on me features my artist tia p let's go see von out here working i love it um so that's dope so Sivan already has some insight on on what's being used in ads because their, their their artist has some placements on a um a google ad so that's super dope um and, it, and man, that's that's the key. Like you figure out what's work was working, and then you just do more of what's working. You double down on that. Um, that's what I did, man. I got my first placement, NFL Network. Then it got used on uh, uh, on Fox Sports, and then I was just like, okay, well, if NFL Network and Fox Sports like it, there's probably other networks that like music like this or other shows or whatever. So let me do more of this. Um, and that's that's what it's all about, man. Just picking up on the clues. Uh, been listening to the cues during the NBA games. Dope. That's a the great like man. So much music is used um, throughout games, football games, basketball games. Um, a lot of dope stuff. All right, so let's dig into um, part two of this thing. Um, so the first one. First thing we got to do is decide the target genre. That's what we talked about yesterday. Today, um, we need to talk about deciding what your target medium is going to be. And by medium, I mean, like, what lane are you are you trying to focus on? Like, are you trying to focus on the micro sync space? You know, the the YouTube creators, the um, you know, the uh, the TikToks and the the podcasts and things like that, like some of these, I get, I won't say smaller platforms because YouTube is massive, but, um, you know, just not TV, not a movie, you know what I mean? Not a, a whole show, but more so like a YouTube channel or, um, you know, a, a streaming channel, a gaming channel, you know, things like that where they need music. Um, there's different outlets for that. Um, so let's talk about some of the different, uh, you know, medium you can use to get your music played. So we know we have reality TV. Um, so that's going to be a lot of production music. So production music libraries, I feel like it's going to be the best way to break into that space. Um, documentaries, kind of the same thing. You can get a lot of that stuff. They're getting a lot of that stuff from production music libraries. Um, occasionally, I'll run into a music supervisor who's like working on, you know, documentary style content. Um, so that's that's an opportunity. Then you have movies like, you know, featured movies where it's just like a full film um, or there's also short films. So there's websites like um, 
Pond 5 is one that always comes to mind. But Pond 5, you have a lot of different independent filmmakers and things like that on those sites trying to find music that they can use for their projects. So you can hit up Pond5.com. You can hit up, uh, is it PremiumBeat.com is another one uh, where, you know, you can upload music on there, um, you know, set your terms and rates and all that stuff. And then, you know, filmmakers will come there to license music. So you kind of get like those those one off license fees per project. And then just depending on what the terms is, I think they have different tiers or something like that. Um, you know, you can get you can earn just passive income just by having a catalog on those sites um, geared towards, you know, some of the, the smaller filmmakers, not like the big networks and things like that all the time. But um, some of the people who just like, yo, they don't have like a massive million dollar budget multi-million dollar budget but like they have some money that they can pay to be able to use some music without them having to stress out on whether or not they have the rights to to use it you know what i mean hey mill what's good bro um i'm looking for ads that's my focus right now love it um yo appreciate it matthew um just linked with josh me and josh used to play in concert band back in middle school oh that's fire yeah, man. Uh, shout out to everybody who came through Shades of Sync. It was crazy. It was uh, it was definitely a vibe. Um, so, yeah. So so we got, let me see. We got reality TV. We got documentaries. We got movies. Uh, we have like the independent filmmakers where you can go through sites like Premium Beat, um, Pond5.com. There's other ones out there like stock music sites that you can use for stuff like that. Um, and then you have... Um, like video games and apps and stuff, which that was one thing that we went into detail on at the Shades of Sync. Um, you know, there's so many, there's so many games and apps that need music, that need sound design, that need mixing, that needs all types of stuff that, you know, some of these apps and games probably don't even realize they need until, you know, they have somebody who knows what they're doing working on it. So, um, those are all opportunities to be able to reach out to developers, uh, reach out to companies and start bagging um, some of some of those placements, man, because, you know, music is music is needed in just so many different things. Um, and, you know, when when people think of video games, like don't just think, um, you know, like these, these big triple A games, like think some of the smaller games like in the app store, think of games that are like on apple tv or whatever like yo if you're serious about your music business then you should know how important it is to have an email list so you can stay in touch with your fans your followers and customers the problem is a lot of these email services charge you more and more the more subscribers subscribe to your list well i found a solution and it's called flowdesk and you get unlimited subscribers for one price and that price i don't it's not even 40 dollars. like it's mad cheap yo you get automatic list cleaning it's a simple easy to use platform that makes it easy to send out email campaigns and it's all for one fee every month the same fee you just keep paying the same price no matter how many subscribers you get so listen today i want to give you 50 percent off your subscription to flowdesk just go to clintproductions.com slash flowdesk that's clintproductions.com forward slash f-l-o-d-e-s-k once again that's clintproductions.com slash flowdesk flow without the w just f-l-o now go build that email list back to the show 
there's so there's so many more opportunities than just like the big popular ones and some of a lot of them have budgets like they have something they can give you for your for your time for your work and for your music um so you kind of gotta dig and like search um and go find these opportunities because they're out there man um and then you know being linked up with publishers music libraries you're also going to get um you're going to get some of those video game opportunities through them as well because a lot of times publishers they have like multiple clients who just do multiple things like they're working on movies they're working on reality shows they're working on um documentaries they're working on ads they're working on video games um so uh, it, you know being in a place where all of these uh all of these these companies and these brands and things like that are looking for music it's going to make it easier for you to start getting your music place if you're submitting consistently to these publishers and libraries and licensing companies and things like that. Um, so, um, so yeah, so you need to decide what, what your target medium is going to be. And the reason why you need to do that is because depending on which lane you go down, it's going to require um, a different set of skills, right? Uh, flares can tell you composing trailer music is different than just, you know, creating a song and that song just being placed in a TV show somewhere, right? Like there's a completely different structure to trailer music. So if you're focusing on trailer music, now you should be studying like what the structure is. You should be listening to a boatload of trailers to get an idea of like how they're structuring the music. Like where does the music build up? How does it drop? Um, you know, what, what are they doing with like the sound design elements, right? Cause it's just, it's a completely different beast. Same thing with ads. A lot of ads are like 30, 60 seconds, right? So now you're like trying to <laughs> you're trying to create messaging with your music and a vibe with your music in a very, very short period of time that has to deliver like everything that that brand is looking for in, in a short period of time. So that's like a totally different thing, like writing specifically for ads. Um outside of just them you know chopping a piece of your song a lot of times you know custom projects they're like yo we need somebody to like create something for us and this is what we're looking for so you got to be able to know how to how to structure that um and how to build your track so that you know it's getting to the point because it's with 60 seconds like you don't have a lot of time <laughs> to to be like super creative and taking forever for the drums to drop like you you jumping straight into that joint so um you know you got to make sure whatever you're going to focus on you need to start studying that you need to start consuming content based around that um so you can become a specialist in that and then that's going to be um the target medium that that you're going to go after and like really really focus because that's the problem with a lot of people man um you, you they're trying so many different things just trying to get in it's like i'm gonna just try this try this try that and it's like no focus and then nothing moves because you're trying everything and it just it's taking all the energy that you could use and apply to one thing and like crush it with that one thing. But your focus is split in like five different ways. So if you just pick one thing and focus on just one thing, um, you'll be able to see progress faster. Um, so that's why we're like getting just super duper hyper focused. Um, over these next five days 
um, by just picking one genre, picking one medium. You know what I mean? And then we'll go into some of the other things uh, later this week. So make sure y'all come back 10 a.m. Um, so let me see. Let me let me get to some of these comments. It seemed like the messages don't put um, all your eggs in one basket. Um, yeah, it's like it's it's that. And then it's um, <laughs> and then it's also like put all your eggs in one basket to get started, sort of. Um, it's weird because like you could just, you can spread yourself too much. And then it's just like, again, it's lack of focus and then you don't see progress. Um, so, you know, imagine if, imagine if, you know, you're getting like three, three different types of briefs, right? Imagine you're getting a brief for, uh, 30 and 60 second ads and then you're getting a brief for um, full songs for for shows and movies. And then imagine if you're getting briefs for movie trailers, right? So like imagine you're trying to do all of these things at once, especially if you're just getting started. Like I I know people like you know they do multiple they do all these things right and they they do it well but like when you're just getting started and you're not really familiar for real with like how things work um this will get overwhelming very very quick um versus if you just take one thing right and like all you're creating is this one thing so say if the one thing was 30 60 second ads now you just like yo 30 second second ads like I know I kind of have a structure a formula here that I'm gonna use so every time I get a brief boom I'm gonna just knock it out and you're like locked into this zone for 30 to 60 second ads and you're just knocking them out because you're just in that zone it's like it's like content creation like when I create content right if I take the time to set up a camera set up lights um, set up audio and I spend like an hour doing that why would I not like just do everything that has to do with shooting videos after I just took all that time setting the camera up versus setting the camera up, doing one video, breaking it down, then going over here, doing something else, then going back, setting the camera back up. Like, no, like focus on the one thing, focus on videos, focus on 30, 60 second ads, focus on full songs. And then just like go in on that for, you know, until you see some traction or until somebody says like, yo, this is trash. You need to, you need to work on it, whatever. At least, you know, OK, maybe this maybe this ain't for me. Let me try this next thing or just let me get better at one thing, because honestly, even if you're trash now, um, you can always get better. You just got to suck it up and put in the work, do the research and get better at it. Like if you suck, you suck, but you can get better. That's the dope part. Um, so if you're not so good at one thing, but you really, really want to do the one thing to just start studying the one thing and get great at the one thing. Um, and then that will open doors for the other things. So it makes those easier because you've, be, you've built this reputation of just killing this one thing that they're just like, yo, he, they're amazing. So um, you want to try this too? And then you say yes. And then boom, now you're branching out um, into other things. So A Mill says no back in on video game placements right now, though, maybe in the future. I, yeah, man, I, I think so. I hope so. Um, because there is there's no back in on on video games. Um, like it's, you know, if a video game sells, like, you know, you don't get like 
back end royalties on that stuff. Usually you get like a you know upfront sync fee, and then that's um that's usually it. Um you may you may get in like a weird situation where like I don't know the video game is being played on something or streamed and the music is playing then you could probably get some type of performance royalties from that but um immediately from the sales of video games no not at this moment um Matthew says y'all don't forget to like and share the stream just send this to another homie that's working towards getting sync placements appreciate that definitely make sure you hit the like button um and and share it with somebody who who needs this um flair says you have to be a specialist that's a fact i mean people people love specialists um you know i know i i would if i was getting an expensive surgery done i would want a specialist doing it not just somebody who's like, oh yeah i do a little bit of everything <laughs> like i work on you know i do a little a little bit of uh <clears throat> You know, I work on cats a little bit, some dogs, horses, and then occasionally I'll work on, you know, uh, peds, pediatrics, and, you know, an adult here and there. But yeah, I can definitely take care of your brain surgery for you. Yes, yeah, that would be a hard no for me. Um, so LW, appreciate that. Yes. So if you guys don't know, I am having a special 50% off all of my courses for producers. Just use the code Black Friday 23 and um, yeah, you'll get 50% off. Take advantage of it because it will not last long and it's going to go back up to full price. Um, so the link to that is in the description. Um, or if you're on if you're on Instagram, the link is in my, my bio. Um, <clears throat> Lamar Webster has entered the stream. What's up, Lamar? Um, have some balance. Start focused, though. Facts. Um, facts. All right, y'all. So, um, so yeah. So, <clears throat> decide your target genre. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Decide your target genre was yesterday. Decide your target medium um, is what we're focused on today. So, the homework would basically be think about what you want to specialize in when it comes to sync. So, you can start working to become a specialist um and and just get get hyper focused um so let's uh let's open it up for some questions man let me see we got we got some on on ig um brian tilo says how feasible is it to do sync with a full time nine to five absolutely feasible like i did it for what seven years before i qu quit my job you can absolutely do it now it ain't, it ain't gonna be easy I'll tell you that it's gonna be a grind it's gonna be a sacrifice man um because let me tell you like nine to five depending on what you do you know giving your energy for eight plus hours a day and plus listen and if you got the commute the commute used to wear me out in atlanta and this traffic <laughs> bro that that was tiring but listen, you're drained when you get you get home from work. So, you know, a lot of times what I would do, I would get home, <clears throat> grab a little snack, grab a power nap, um, like a solid, solid hour and then just get back up and then focus. Like it depends on what what you are, what you have going on during the day um, and, and what your schedule looks like. But you got to give up something. You know, it's going to be watching a bunch of TV. It's going to be playing video games. It's going to be sleeping for 10 hours like you're gonna have to cut cut back on some sleep you have to wake up earlier you have to stay up later um 
you're gonna have to sacrifice some things to be able to make it to make it work and, and make things grow but it's absolutely doable um i did it so and i know other friends of mine who now do sync full-time they did it as well um we started with as a thing on the side until that thing overshadow what we were doing on the nine to five and then once you get more time back then you can really double down um and, and take things to another level but a huge thing that helped me uh, when i was working my nine to five and building my production business and and getting sync placements um was optimization and um and delegation um so there's like <clears throat> there's a lot of things that you have to do in in sync uh that takes up a lot of your time and you got to figure out what those things are so that you can start delegating them um so i hired uh, a va to do a lot of those things so that the only thing that i had to focus on was like creating the music and creating the stems of that music um so like, like that's the only thing i really really want to focus on so let me get somebody who can do you know the admin stuff the uploading the sending the uh like whatever like whatever it is that that you do you can literally have someone else do it leverage their time like if you don't have a lot of time you can hire somebody else and leverage the time that they have where that's the only thing that they do um so that's what i do so and i'm, I'm gonna go over that in detail um in the sync producer growth pack 2.0 um, so make sure you're on the wait list, the Black Friday wait list. Link is in the description. Um, get on that. If you're on Instagram, just comment wait list. Get on that because I'm going to break down like exactly like how everything in my business is, is set up from like an optimization standpoint. Um, that's going to help you even if you have a nine to five. Um, so that's that's crucial. You definitely need that. Um, and that that keeps a lot of people from growing, like not being able to um properly delegate and identify all the things that you just you don't have to, you don't have to be doing you know what i mean um so let's get to some questions we got one from uh <clears throat> 808 if we have the old road to 10 placements course do we have access to the discord if not how can, how can we get access to that um yes you should um because i know that like the original road to 10 placements course You've tried getting TV placements on your own. You've taken the courses. You've done the pitching. You've done the research and the studying. But for some reason, you keep hitting a brick wall and hearing no, and you don't know why. Well, one thing you need to know is that there's always a reason why. And it may be time for you to seek mentorship so you can find out exactly what's going wrong in your process. So I want to invite you to apply for my three-month producer mentorship program, where you're going to learn how to implement my 60-day music licensing plan. You're going to learn how to increase the chances of your music getting placed and you're going to receive detailed music reviews prior to submissions to minimize publisher rejection i'm going to walk through the entire process with you to get you to your first music licensing deal within 90 days if you want to get one of those slots make sure you go to producermentorship.com to apply and if you're a good fit i'll be sure to reach out to you when another slot opens up to apply go to producermentorship.com that's producermentorship.com last time producermentorship.com now let's get back to the show a bonus with it was a facebook group but we dropped that link the discord link in the facebook group um and then now like we're not the face i don't know man i don't know what it is about facebook but it's just that thing is just i can't breathe life into it <laughs> it's just not just doesn't do anything um i get a few people like comment here and there but 
you know, so yeah, Discord. The Discord community is live and popping. Um, everybody's helping each other out in there. Um, there's some people sharing their wins. It keeps you motivated. Um, to get an invite to that. How do you get an invite to that? Um, let's see. Email email support. Um, support at clintproductions.com. And um, <clears throat> for, the, <laughs> for those who are trying to sneak in, you're gonna have to show like proof that that you purchased the previous road to ten placements. Uh, so some type of screenshot. Yeah, I don't care if it's like a screenshot on your computer of the course or something. But they're gonna need to see some type of proof that you're actually enrolled in the course because the Discord is invite only. Um, so 808 um, email support at clintproductions.com and then anybody else who like has that course but didn't get Discord. Um, if you have the updated course where it's just full video road to ten placements course. Um, the the details to join the Discord is in the resources um, in the course curriculum. So just like scroll to the bottom, look at resources, and then you'll see the link to be able to, to get in there. Um, the goal is to eventually be able to deliver any genre, but they all sound like you. Facts. Collaboration is key, keeps you on your toes, and helps to expand your horizon. Um, for sure. Um... Let me take some of these. Uh, let's see what Instagram talking about. Um, oh, they don't. They don't have no questions. Shout out to my my people on Instagram. They just soaking it in. Oh, some of them watching on YouTube. I feel it. I'm not mad at that. Um, the homework this week is decide what your target medium is going to be. It's going to be like TV. Uh, you know. Uh, ads movie trailers video games sound design micro sync figure out which one you want to kind of double down on and, and focus um <clears throat> is it only an upfront sync payout for shows that are strictly for streaming like netflix or hulu as well no you get you get royalty <laughs> you get royalties uh, but usually yeah you get like an upfront sync for like a netflix show or a hulu show um it depends it depends sometimes you don't um like if if like a production music library like did a deal with a show then you may not see an upfront sync you may just get royalties so it depends you know it really it just depends but the royalties on streaming like netflix is it's embarrassing it really is It's wet like night and day between, you know, traditional television and like cable television, um, network tele network TV, cable TV. Um, yeah, the royalties are way better on on just like TV versus Netflix and stuff like that. <clears throat> For the most part, um, do you publish your own records or allow the agency to publish some? I usually let the I let the publishers publish, man. Um, for the most part, like occasionally I'll publish some things. Like if you know, I just have some some direct uh, direct connection with some somebody or some company, I'll do it then. Um, but usually, man, again, it's like delegation. It's just like it's just a lot involved with. Um, with being a publisher a lot of admin stuff 
I li- I like to create too much right now to just you know be doing that all the time. <clears throat> so yeah, appreciate that the legendary LW. Um which course would you suggest if I want to get into sync? I'm already aware of the production, maybe more um insight about structure. If you want more insight about structure, get the how to structure instrumentals for TV course. That's where I, I would start. That's crucial. And then roll to 10 placements is like if if you need a blueprint of the what the process looks like to like how to reach out to companies, how to find companies, um, what to say to them, um, how to prepare your music, what they're looking for, you know, what they're not looking for, um, how not to get blacklisted. <laughs> Very critical things like that. Um, what else do I put? I mean, I, I literally like I just put everything, anything that will help you on your journey. I put it in the road to 10 placement structure literally just focuses on like the production and structure of the music. Um, and I had to do like a whole separate course for that. Cause you know, that's just, it's how deep it goes. Um, so yeah, that's what I would suggest <clears throat> depending on where you are. Cause some people like, um, uh, a previous student of mine, um, Tim, Tim bird, shout out to Tim. Like before he, purchased a course he already had placements right um but he took the course and then refined some other things and then the structure was like super helpful for him because then he was able to go back to some of the stuff he did restructure it and then he started to see an increase in his placement so depending on where you are you know like he probably he already knew how to reach out find companies but that structure really really helped him and was valuable to him um, so it just depends on where you are. Um, so would you suggest Netflix or Hulu original royalties be per stream? Nah, man, I, I don't know what it is. I honestly, I don't know. Cause it's very, very, um, ambiguous on, on my royalty statement. It'll say Hulu and then it'll say like 0.00037 cents or something like that. Um, and it, it doesn't even say, it doesn't even say the show most times. Like it's super like can I have more info please like it's they don't give you they don't give you hardly any info um at least on with CSAC on on my end it could be different with BMI ASCAP I'm not sure but um it's very vague what's up Mr. Robertson haven't got many replies for almost 20 libraries I submitted to. The only replies I did receive was either they're, no, they're not accepting um, new composers or not accepting my type of music at the time. Um, so I'm still going. Super dope. This is what I would do. Um, so we know the strike was going on, so things kind of slowed down. So demands probably weren't as high. Um, and that happens. I would like made a, make a note. And then circle back around. I would definitely follow up like the top of the new year, like mid, I would say like mid January, because like it slows down, like, you know, I think like a half a month in January, things kind of slow down. Then by February, like everybody going in, like, and then by March, <laughs> by March, April, we working on Christmas music. Like, it's crazy. Um, so follow up with them. And then instead of asking, or instead of submitting music first, ask them like, and I just, I'm giving y'all like, I'm giving y'all information that I give like 
my TV placement mastery students uh, shouldn't be doing this, but <laughs> like follow up with them and then ask them, um, like what if they what are their current needs? Like what do they need currently? Um, versus submitting something and then letting them tell you, oh, we don't need your music. But like ask them like what their current needs are if they need anything or any specific genre. That way. If you have to pivot, depending on what you were submitting, that'll kind of, you know, allow you to kind of pivot and say, okay, well, I'm going I'm to just create something based off of, the, off of their needs. That's what, it, that's what it's all about, man, just giving them what they need. Um, so that's what I would do. Um, around this time of year, things will kind of slow down a little bit, um, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to pick back up. Um, and I know they're probably, I know this time last year I was, I was finishing up like some of the, the projects that we started with, with some publishers and the albums. Um, and that kind of ran into like the new year. So, um, yeah. <clears throat> um, who is this? Lo Ludy Love or Judy Love? A digital structure video for a new track to showcase for a panel for music supervising agencies. Got some emails in my pocket now. Thanks. Thank you. Now I got to finish the courses to understand. Yeah, indeed. No, I'm glad. I'm glad it helped. Um, love from Nigeria. What's good? Shout out to my Nigerian homies. Is it important to learn some basic, some basic music for sync? Music theory. I mean, I think it can help. Is it necessary? No, but I, I mean, I think it. I think it can help. Um, but I'm, am telling you, there's, there's tons of people out here who don't, who don't know like any theory whatsoever. They don't. They probably don't even know what key they playing on the on the piano, and they out here crushing it. So don't let that. Uh, don't let that stop you. Um, Daniel says. So if you get rejected, can you follow up the next quarter? Absolutely. Um, you know, no just means next opportunity. So make a note. And it, it depends on why you're getting rejected, though, too, because, you know, not all rejections are created equal. So if you get rejected because <clears throat> your production quality needs to be improved, you got to go back and, and improve your production quality before following up. Because, like, you know, the following up just to follow up and you haven't made any improvements is not going to change their mind. You know what I mean? Um, so go go back to the drawing board, um, see if you can pull a little more information out of them, like, you know, what exactly needed to be improved or was it is it just a timing thing? Was it, you just don't have a need for it, but the quality is there. <coughs> Excuse me. LW got jokes. I, I feel it already because she said I wasn't going to make it through the week because I was choking yesterday. Um, I was losing my voice yesterday. But... Um, <coughs> Some just went down the wrong pipe, L legendary LW. Um, so, you know, the, uh, yeah, yeah. So it depends on why they're rejecting you, right? If it's just a thing where it's just like, we just don't have a need, then, you know, follow up. I prefer to follow up with different music and then go from there. Um, so, yeah. But yeah, if you can, get some feedback. Because I've, I've had students, too, where they got rejected and then the company told them why they went back, made improvements to the track, resubmitted, and then they got accepted. And then they got a licensing deal. <clears throat> so that happens too. 
Um, so yeah, <clears throat> Pop says the stream is a masterclass in itself. Much appreciated, y'all know, man. It's it's. Listen, I don't hold back, man. I'm sharing whatever, whatever I can, man, to help you guys in this in this hour or so. Because <clears throat> um, there's so it's so many opportunities um out there i got the sports i need those sports publishers it did, uh, most publishers like i'm telling you when it comes to sports music most publishers are submitting that stuff like i remember when um <clears throat> um who was it was it cbs yeah cbs sports man i've got i've seen cbs sports briefs from like Every publisher I work with, um, it's the same. It's the same brief. You just got to pick which one you want to submit it to. Uh, but they literally like they cast their nets wide because they go through a ton of music. Um, so, yeah, nobody talks about the importance of making stems as usable as possible. Some of the best placements were um, a stem that was perfectly placed in the visual. Man, dude, <clears throat> I talked about that on one of my placement breakdown videos because like. When you create stems and you take your time creating stems, alternate versions and things like that, um, those get placed sometimes before the full version of the track or like the original mix. So those are super crucial because a placement is a placement. Like you're not going to get paid differently if they use 45 seconds of the full version of your your instrumental cue versus 45 seconds of the drum and bass instrumental version of your cue it's gonna be the same amount of money it doesn't matter how many tracks it could just be the drums doesn't matter they used it so yeah um i know it's it's a little bit of extra work but put that extra work in because say you work with a company they require you to create five additional stems if you're a producer and you want to get your music placed in TV and film, but you just don't know where to start, the Road to 10 Placements is where you start. This is the ultimate blueprint to landing your first 10 TV placements, and it's the exact blueprint I use to get started in sync without having any connections or without having any placements. This course is going to teach you how to produce, prepare, and pitch placement-ready music for TV. This course has helped producers all over the world get placements on networks such as MTV, NBC, VH1, NBA Network, Hulu. Netflix and a bunch of others. Listen, it took me seven years to get to my first TV placement, but this course has helped producers see TV placements in as little as six months, which is insane. So this course can help you go from zero placements to TV placements fast. Enrollment is now open. So go to roadto10placements.com. That's road to the number 10 placements.com. Make sure you use the discount code podcast20 to take 20% off at roadto10placements.com. Go and role today um i have one now where i have to i have to create um a, at least like four or five sets of of stems or, or alt mixes and then i gotta do like individual track outs or whatever for for them to kind of mix and master how they want so that's gonna take a little extra time but i'm gonna do it because with those five alt mixes um plus the flexibility of having the individual stems like that's giving me like five, six different chances to get something placed uh, with those different versions. And then it can go even longer than that if you're breaking it down to 30, 60, 15, you know, a sting, 
You know what I mean? So you're just increasing your chances of, of getting something placed um, versus just having like just this one, you know, final version and then that's it. So that's a great point, Flares. Trademark that quote. I can't, man, because I got I got to shout out my guy, uh, Neo, Neo Davis. Um, I heard that from him and it stuck with me. So I can't I can't take the credit from I don't I don't know if I don't know if if he got it from somebody else, but I heard it and then I, I just couldn't I couldn't shake it couldn't get rid of it because um, it's so true. Um, when you look at nose that way, next op no means next opportunity. All right, let me see if Instagram has some stuff. Um, Atlanta checking in. What's good? Um, when I hear production quality, sum it up with um, three main factors, if you would. Um, okay. <clears throat> so, LV Drizzle 2 um, wants me to sum up production quality in three main factors. Number one, sound selection. Um, number two, the mix and master. I'll, I'll combine those two, mix and master. So, you know, volume can't be super low. And then your levels have to be good. Like, you can't have, like, a blaring 808 and you can't hear anything else in the track. Or, like, you just have this super spicy snare that's just smacking so hard that it just hurts your ear. Or this vocal that has so much high end on the EQ that all you hear is <laughs> throughout the whole song. Um, so sound selection, we're talking about, you know, not using dated sounds like from like a Casio keyboard with the speakers on it, like using high quality sounds and samples, um, you know, your strings, you want them to sound realistic. You want to play strings like a string instrument would be played. Um, you know, you want, you know, solid drum samples. Uh, which is going to make your mixing easier because if you use high quality sounds and samples and things like that, and by samples, I'm talking about one shots, like a snare sample, a kick sample, um, <clears throat> what have you, use higher quality sounds is going to make mixing easier. Um, you're going to have to do less work. So, you know, sound selection is huge, making sure you're using current sounding sounds, unless you're working on a brief and they're asking for, you know, I don't know, like some some 70s soul music or whatever, like then, of course, your sounds are going to be a little bit different than something that's, you know, on the charts today. So sound selection is important. Mix and mastering is important. And then um, <clears throat> the performance of the music, like sometimes I hear you know, piano and it's like real choppy. It's not smooth. There's no sustain pedal being used. And it's just, it's just not smooth. Um, or drums like aren't, they're not like, you know, they're off, like really, really off grid and not like in a dope, you know, Jay Dilla type way. Like they're, they're just off. Like it just, this doesn't even feel good. Um, so making sure like your timing of, when things are being played is on point. If you have vocals on that joint, like making sure um, the performance of the vocal is good. You know what I mean? Making sure that sounds good. Making sure it was it was recorded well and it's not somebody up up on the mic like this yell, <laughs> yelling in the mic and it's getting distorted. You know what I mean? Making sure it's clean. Have them take a couple steps back, put a pop filter in front of them um, so you're not getting all those P's and S's and all that stuff. 
Um, so like you know, it, it boils down to sound selection, mix and mastering, and you know, good quality performances. Um, and that's instrumentally and vocally. Um, so Pop says I got clown from my Casio beats in 2003. That was pivotal. Listen, man, I had I, I had the Casio, man. I, that's where that's where a lot a lot of the stuff started for me, man. Like with playing keys, the the Casio keyboard was the go-to. And then I had to, you know, I had to upgrade to the motif. But um man, I don't know what it was about that Casio keyboard though. All the F keys would break on that joint. Like every F key was broken. So I had to like <clears throat> I had to modulate like entire octaves to <laughs> to be able to play a song cuz the last two F keys were intact. So I would just play like on these higher octaves over here, but I had to like you know, it was ghetto rigged. So it was crazy. Um, so yeah, man, um, do you master the stems? Depends on who I'm sending to. Sometimes they ask me to master them. Sometimes they don't. Um, a project I'm working on right now, they don't want the stems mastered. So none of those stems will be mastered. So it depends on who I'm submitting to. Lady producer in the building. <clears throat> um... Let me see. I'm gonna take a couple more questions, man, and then we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. We we covered a lot on this. Um, Houston checking in. What's good? Um, the official eclipse. What's up, bro? Um, let's see. First keyboard was the Casio. Listen, this the Casio was the beginning for most of us. I'm trying to tell y'all, it's a rite of a rite of passage. <clears throat> the Casio had no more F's to get. <laughs> Yo, that's hilarious. Shout out to Sway Jury for that comment. <clears throat> Literally. Um, so, you know, I mean, you got to start somewhere. Like, start. I mean, that's the most important thing. Start. I don't care what you have. Start with it. You have buckets. Start with the buckets and some mic off of Timu. Like, do whatever you got to do to get started. And as you get started, you get better. And then you get better things and just keep keep going you might not get a placement at first but you know you, you you'll never get it if you don't start um so 808 has two questions how much headroom do you leave for mastering when mixing instrumentals for tv movies if you do master what your target loves um <clears throat> i don't focus too much on it um i'm just making sure my db is like negative 0 0.1 um and with everything turned up as loud as I can while hitting negative 0.1 dBs on the master chain um, and turn everything up to the point to where it doesn't sound distorted. And then if I can turn my gain knob up on like my mastering plugin, I'll do that. But as far as headroom, I'll leave a, I'll leave a lot of headroom um, pre-mastering. Um, like I'm all the way in, in the green. Like as long as, as long as you're in the green, um, you're pretty cool. Sometimes, you know, it depends on what's going on in your mix. It it varies. Sometimes, say if I have a just an ambient piano track, I'll have a ton more headroom with that using a piano and like a pad versus a fully produced like hip hop song that has like 808s and drums and you know all these other different things that are like taking up space um, in the mix. So. It just depends on what's going on. 
808, 808 has a T-Moo mic. Let's go. Listen, man. You guys, it's working. It's recording. Casio slander allowed. First keyboard ever. Let's get yo, Trev, Trev, you had the Casio too? Listen, this has officially turned into the Casio community. This is amazing. <laughs> like now I know, like I'm a coach producer starting out and I'm just like the first thing you must buy is this Casio keyboard. I'm going to add the Casio keyboard to my Amazon gear list and be like, start here. <laughs> Every successful producer has to start here. Acid Pro, I remember that. <clears throat> it's crazy. Um, yo, Trev, I gotta, uh, I gotta get Trev on the podcast, yo. Uh, I gotta get you on the podcast, bro. This dude's been killing it. <clears throat> uh, listen, man. People be trying to play T Moot. Like these mics that, like a lot of stuff is imported anyway. But I've had some mics that just ship just straight from from China. They sound good. I got a what's that? Um, um, I got I got some cheap mics, man. And listen, they'll get the job done. It's better than not having a mic. <clears throat> you are guaranteed not to get a placement if you don't have a mic to record those vocals with. <clears throat> um. First sampler keyboard I had was a Casio SK1. Three seconds. Three seconds of sampling. Three whopping seconds. That is hilarious. Patty P still got the Casio. Let's go, Patty. It's Team Casio out here. I started with the uh with the Yamaha, but it wasn't the motif. It was the Casio ones that made hella noise while playing. Yo, I know exactly which Yamaha you're talking. Like, there's like there's like these tiers of Yamaha keyboards. Cassie, I don't think Casio ever like made it to like, I've never seen like a professional grade Casio, but Yamaha, they have different levels, different levels to the Yamaha. Um, so that's funny. <clears throat> this is like the, the sync producer starter kit. Casio keyboard with speakers um, and a T-Moo mic. The Yahoo keyboard with our, oh, uh, the Yamaha keyboard with arpeggio was my upgrade for me. <laughs> oh, man. I cannot. Um, so, yeah. Is it more important to be a better producer or have more knowledge on effective sync licensing? Everything starts with the music. So I absolutely believe that you should focus on becoming a good producer. Um, the, the, this is the tricky part, though. Like, you don't, you don't know if you're good enough until you start putting the music out there and, like, submitting it and letting people hear it and get feedback because um, you may be you may be good enough right now to start getting licensing deals um so you know get around a community we do live music reviews on wednesday nights um at 9 30 you know come through 
play your music and see where it stands. That way you know, okay, my music is good enough. Let me just start pitching. Because some people, like, they just never get started because they're in their head. Like, I, I don't know if it's good enough, so let me keep working. Um, so... But yeah, I mean everything starts with the music. So your music has to it has to sound good. You gotta you gotta work on that for sure. <clears throat> DX7 was king. Facts. I refuse to throw it out. It's where I started. I feel you. Listen, if mines wouldn't have basically disintegrated, I would have kept mine too. <laughs> um Casio FZ10 was a professional rack mount sampler. Okay. Now, Cassio, like, we got to give Casio credit, though. Like, they're, you know, they're here for a reason. They've been around forever, so I'm sure they got something pro out. Um, right, maybe good enough and don't really realize it. It's just get, Yeah, it really is. Um, it really is. So, <laughs> so that's it, man. Y'all hilarious, for real. So, we're going to be back tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., with part three, y'all's homework is to figure out what you want to focus on medium-wise. Is it TV? Is it movies? Are you doing, you know, full songs? Are you doing instrumentals? You doing YouTube, you know, content creators? Are you video games? Sound like what are you? What are you doing? Where? Where? What are you focusing on? Let's get focused. Um, so think about that for the rest of the day. Think about it tonight. Just, just think about it. Just sit there and think. And then we'll be back for part three tomorrow. Again, <clears throat> description. The link is in the description. Make sure you get on the wait list uh, for this Black Friday bundle that will be dropping. You don't want to miss it. There's only going to be a certain number of them available. Um, so get on that wait list so you'll be the first to know about it um, before I blast it to my email list of like tens of thousands of producers. Um, so yeah, you'll get first dibs because there's a special Black Friday list that you'll be on, not just the general list that everybody gets. So get that and then take advantage of the 50% um, coupon code Black Friday 23 um, at clintproductions.com slash courses. Um, so take advantage of that. If you're on IG, just comment the word waitlist and I'll DM you the link. Um, but that's it, man. Y'all keep it up. We're heading into 2024. I'm trying to equip y'all, give y'all the knowledge, give y'all the tools um, so that you can be successful going into this new year. And that's it, man. I'm out. I'll catch y'all on the next one. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Music Is My Business podcast. If you haven't already subscribed, be sure to do so now so you can know every time I drop a new episode. If you found the information helpful, please be sure to rate and review the podcast so we can get this dope info out to more music entrepreneurs like you. I would greatly appreciate it. Also, if you want to learn more about how to get your music placed in TV and film, visit clintproductions.com today to download my free six-step guide to TV placements. These are the steps I took to land my first 10 TV placements in a little over a year. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one.